You're listening to Malam Jumaat Podcast with Rizal. Hey everyone, yes, you're listening to Malam Jumaat Podcast and this is episode 3 and before we move to the topics we'll be talking about I just want to wish every Muslims happy Ramadan, Ramadan Kareem, and as the time right now, we'll be, we're already one week in uh, fasting this month, so we have three weeks to go before Raya, and please enjoy your Ramadan month. So this is like only one month out of one year that we can actually relax our stomachs and we don't have to eat. We can just do a lot of other things. So yes. Happy Ramadan to everyone. So now, on this episode, <coughs> yes, before we go that again, that um, I missed two weeks to upload an ep- two episodes because, first of all, the first week, I lost my voice. I had a bad flu, lost my voice. I was, like, sneezing, and I was, like, coughing up phlegm. And the second week is actually because... I wasn't really that ready because I was still having itchy itchiness on my throat and um I wasn't ready to talk uh that second week I couldn't even go past 10 seconds without coughing if I start talking if I just shut up and not talk anytime it's good so it's kind of very very long time for me to have my throat heal so that I can talk in a long time just like I'm trying to record right now because I tried to record two episodes before this uh, I wasn't really that satisfied because I was coughing a lot and I had to scrap it I had those topics but then those topics are already old news so I don't want to talk about it again so we'll just talk about some new topics that we just have to move on regardless of what happens and that bygones be bygones the past will be past And let's move on to these three topics. Yes, now you have read the title and you already know there's three names there. It's titled The Tales of Brian, Jared, and James. So these are three <clears throat> important names that you'll listen. And I'll just try to tell the story so that you will get the, how do you say, the cliff notes of it. So they have, you don't have to scrounge to all these articles or the tweets in here. So I'll just say it and I'll talk about it in a very short manner. And you can just draw your own conclusions. Uh, whether you <clears throat> think that it's a good thing or a bad thing. Probably it's a bad thing because all these three people are creeps. And... Staying true to the progressive 2019 hashtag current year, of course, there are gay stuff in here. Yep. So let's go to the tales of Brian Sims. Now, the tale of Brian Sims starts when this representative of the state of Pennsylvania, um, he made a video in Instagram, I guess, or Snapchat, or I don't know. <coughs> excuse me, um, where he talked about, hey, Representative Brian Sims here, and he went in front of the Planned Parenthood, and then he 
videotape. Come on, he recorded a group of women. Uh, three teenagers and one elderly woman. Uh, they were praying in front of the Planned Parenthood because you know, in the U.S., Planned Parenthood is as infamous for doing abortions. And these are the those who are praying in front of Planned Parenthoods are called they're pro-life. So they were praying for the babies that are being aborted uh, in Planned Parenthood. But uh, Brian Sims, as he. He said in his Instagram or maybe on his Twitter that he's an activist, an LGBTQ advocate. So that's not the problem. See here, the problem is he said that these people who are pseudo-Christians, I don't know what pseudo-Christians mean here. Way to, way to make an early assumption without even asking them, saying that they have fake morals. and they And he went there and said that he will give uh, anyone $100 to, you know, to dox these three teenagers and that elderly woman. And then he'll say he will donate to Planned Parenthood when he docks, when people dox those three teenagers. Like, this is beyond radical and stupid. Don't you think? Because they have a different beliefs about abortion. They are like <clears throat> anti-abortion pro-lifers. And he's pro-choice. And he really uh, wants to uh, save Planned Parenthood or whatever. And going to this length of doxing three teenagers. Which he said, these white people. And that one teenager said, oh, I'm far from white. I'm not really white. But he just doesn't care. He just want to play identity politics and also trying to shame this uh, ladies into submission and saying that what they're doing is bad, it's immoral. You don't get to choose what a woman can do with their bodies, blah, blah, blah. And <clears throat> for a party of uh, being a Democrat, for a party who is progressive, who's trying to fight for women's rights... Doesn't look like you're really fighting for the women's rights or fighting for any woman. You're like fighting for yourselves. And I just watched the video on YouTube, I think from Tim Cass, uh, Tim Pool, saying that there's also a problem here because he's, he as in Brian Sims, is actually not being representing the state of Philadelphia. Pennsylvania. I don't know, I forgot. I get mixed up between Pennsylvania and Philadelphia. Uh, <clears throat> Philadelphia, um, he said, there's was one time, there's this one time where there's a black man saying that, why aren't you trying to talk with the black and the brown community in your constituency? So, and then he just, and then he just stormed off. I don't know why, but he stormed off when someone asked him that question, a black guy asking that question of why he didn't talk to his people and his constituency who are the black and the brown community. So that tells you the type of character he is. And he's just trying to, you know, push an agenda for his own self-gain. So I don't know how this type of people got elected in office, especially in <clears throat> Philadelphia. Of all places. I know Pennsylvania, Philadelphia, it's a very, very, how do you say, they said that it's a very left-leaning place. But really, the characters of these 
elected people, the elect the representatives is just atrocious. Bullying those you know innocent teenagers. They weren't like <clears throat> they weren't like in front of that Planned Parenthood shouting slurs or saying bad stuff to the women or the girls who goes to Planned Parenthood. No, they were like in front of Planned Parenthood. Even the elderly lady said they were praying in front of the Planned Parenthood for the babies that's being aborted. How is that something violent or immoral or fake pseudo-Christians? And then <clears throat> this thing got blown way out of proportion and it got into the ears and eyes of the Daily Wire. So Matt Walsh from the Daily Wire uh, actually took this seriously and he's a big pro-life conservative guy and he said that Brian Sims is a coward for talking smack to these ladies. So he's going to make a march, a protest in front of Planned Parenthood calling for everyone to go and do the protest uh, last Friday uh, for here in Malaysia is already Sunday. So last Friday, they did a massive pro-life pro-life rally, uh, and then on that day, almost like one thousand pro-lifers gathered outside of the Philadelphia-based Planned Parenthood, to for in response for the Democrat state representative live streaming his harassment of the elderly pro-life sidewalk counselor and teenage girls who were praying outside. I mean, like, like last two weeks or maybe last week. <clears throat> uh, and he said that, yes, the turnout was very good for saying that doing this for one week, be, one week after that incident happened to get 1,000 people, even, even inviting Abby Johnson, the lady who was formerly working with Planned Parenthood, to come down and give a speech during the rally and also she's <clears throat> also the she was inspired from the movie unplanned i think i hope that unplanned and gosnell we can watch it here in malaysia because i think it's a very interesting movie gosnell is more about dr gosnell who does these abortions on kill almost like 100,000 maybe 50,000 babies that is so crazy and also unplanned is about abby johnson's life from being a pro life pro choice working with planned parenthood and when she saw how the abortion was done she was so disgusted and it changed her life so she became pro life so yes that movie is great but it also got suppressed by the mainstream media and also google and everything they don't want people to watch unplanned i don't know why but i hope i can watch that movie and i hope you guys also want to watch that movie maybe you have links or whatever or pirate it i'm not saying pirate it but you can just maybe buy it on amazon dvd perhaps i don't know gosnell is available on amazon so um they say that they're grateful that we're not merely complaining right now they as in matt walsh and the pro-lifers that they decided to do something and they responded yes and that thing that rally i would say that rally would be a success there's like a lot of people there and the reason why they do that is because uh, people ask him why did he want to do this rally, and then he said because life is precious. 
And that's our argument. He said that let the children live, let them live. And I think that's a good thing because you know why for me, you've got no reason to get uh, pregnant unless A, you're married. Yes, you're married to have children so that your genealogy, you, you know, that bloodline will go it through legal ways, religion and also in civil court or whatever. And also unless you were raped and then somehow from being raped that you were pregnant from that rape, very thin line, yes, maybe you can abort it if you want to, but that's a very special case that I think that I can just, you know, give a green light to for abortion. But then anything else, none. If you're having sex out of wedlock and you got pregnant, that's your own fault of not using protection. And that's why I said abstinence is key. You only get pregnant when you're married. That's it. Follow the religion. Even if you don't follow the religion, use common sense. Get married, <clears throat> have babies. That's it. If you're not married, you have no business whatsoever in getting knocked up. You hear? So, um, that Sims also, he said, the things that Brian Sims said is so, so stupid. Said, shame on you, shame on you. He was shouting like that. And you have no business doing right here. What you're doing here is disgusting. What you're doing is disgusting, Mr. Sims, of harassing and doxing these people, showing their faces while live streaming. How is that not stupid? And also... Being a representative, you should know better about the rules in your country regarding this. How could you do this to teenagers and elderly women? I think that's right. Matt Walsh said that pick, pick on someone your own size. And guess what? During this pro-life rally, he didn't even go to that rally. He didn't even go down there to confront them. Talking about, you know, that macho, masculine ways maybe he doesn't want to be maybe he's not brave enough to go down there and confront them but somehow last week he just went there down there and then you know seeing that oh there's like only teenagers and elderly women i think this is a good day to harass them how stupid can you be brian sims so, um, and then uh, Matt Walsh even personally thanked Mr. Sims on Twitter that I think the tweet uh, goes by a huge thanks to Brian's, at Brian Sims PA for making this happen. We couldn't have done it without him. Now, that takes huge balls from Matt Walsh. I think, please, I think watch Matt Walsh because even though you're a Muslim, he's a very, very Christian person. <clears throat> Just listen to his uh, show on the Daily Wire. It doesn't matter. You just can't take a thing or two from his, uh, how do you say, his videos. Also with Andrew Clavin and um, who's that? Michael Knowles, yes. Um, so what are your thoughts on this situation regarding this, you know, Matt Walsh, uh, Brian Sims PA? And now they're also trying to call for him to resign from being the state representative because of this kerfuffle. So do you think that because of this one mistake that he should resign from being a state representative? Or is this just a mistake that he shouldn't uh, do it ever again as just a slap on the wrist and then life goes on? 
Do you think he should he's supposed to resign? Leave uh, leave your comments down below. So that's all for the uh, Brian Sims scandal. So let's go to tale number two. So tale number two is all about <laughs> the YouTuber Pro Jared, or his other name is called Jared Nabenbauer with a K at the front. Yes, Jared Nabenbauer. So the thing is, it's just a, a cut and dry story about him cheating on his wife. Uh, Heidi, let's see, what's her name? Heidi O'Farrell. <clears throat> so the, the thing starts when Jared posts a tweet uh, saying that a cap, a statement. And then he said, blah, blah, blah. He was uh, filing for divorce. And um, he knows that it's come as surprising, upsetting for many of you. But know that we do this so that we may both seek happiness for ourselves. Despite this rumor, speculation, gossip going around, I ask you to make your own observations and come to your own conclusions. So he says that uh, don't don't throw hate on Heidi and everything will be very good. The, all the well-beings and the matter, Heidi's privacy, mental well-being and discretion has always been and will remain my highest priority through all of this. <laughs> okay, it is my hope that we both exit this marriage with style and grace. You know, this is one thing that I don't think that putting this statement up in public when you're a well-known YouTuber and saying that you want to hope that this exit, this marriage with style and grace, it will end in shambles. Remember Boogie2988's a Divorce? That was a, how do you say, that was, how do you say the word? Atrocious. That was very, very messy, messy divorce story. And he was not in a mental state to talk about his divorce. And he kept rambling about his divorce again and again and again. And people were like, shut up. We know already your divorce. So, and then making it, making it um, public like this won't make it any better. It's going to get worse. And you know why? Because Heidi fired back at Jared. And then uh, let's go to Heidi's... Um, Heidi O'Farrell. Uh, let's go because he she said many things here. All right. Um, okay. Wait, wait, wait. Blah, blah, blah. Wow. She said a lot. Okay. Let's go here. The Deaths of the Capacity. A trilogy. Jared released everything right here. Okay. <laughs> In recently, I recently learned that my husband, Pro Jared, has been effing Holly Conrad. Holly Conrad was in Game Grumps, I guess. Um, I think she's a, a streamer also on Twitch. Behind my back for months. I have no idea what announcement he just made because he blocked me. The announcement was the statement of him divorcing uh, Heidi. Uh, and then she said, she went on saying, I have proof, explicit conversations and photographs of the relationship, which he extensively lied to me about on many occasions. He was promising me that he was committed to our relationship at the time and promising her he was breaking up with me. 
Um, he went so far as to blame me for being suspicious and making him feel like a bad person by questioning him his loyalty. He gaslit me for months, insisting that he had the bare minimum interactions with her and didn't even like her. Meanwhile, they were having says. Jared tried very, very hard to make me first feel responsible for everything that's gone wrong in our relationship. He technically broke up with me in February, insisting that the only thing wrong with our marriage was me, insisting that he tried to make things work. Right. By, you know, banging your friend, uh, who was also divorced with uh, the guy from Game Grumps. I forgot his name is Ross or whatever. So, um, what makes this a bit, a bit, uh interesting is that peanut butter gamer uh austin hargreaves or hargraves or whatever his uh, last name is came to defense of jared and then saying replying saying that this ain't it chief like and then heidi said uh and then said this is not a good idea is it but come on jared made it public so heidi has to defend herself or not heidi will look bad thinking that she's the the reason that she she's the reason of the divorce but no saying that he actually banged holly conrad behind her back for months shows shows that he's the real culprit of this divorce and that their marriage crumbling but yeah that's the story of the divorce of Jared and Heidi but then this one took a dark turn when uh, the backlash first we'll talk about the backlash of this you know this uh, divorce public divorce Jared lost a hundred thousand subscribers in one day Yikes. And also, he was removed as the moderator of his own subreddit. He got demodded from his subreddit. Imagine that. Imagine his own people, his followers on Reddit, demodded him from his own subreddit. How stupid. How crazy is this? And then, okay. Now, buried from this all adultery revelations, I would say that. Uh, Jared, okay, this is gonna blow your mind. Jared had been soliciting and has been sharing nudes with his fans for years. And the thing is, uh, he said that, she said that it started as a joke on Tumblr. Soliciting nudes is not a joke, actually. I don't know how they came into conclusion that, hey, you know what's funny? Soliciting and sharing nudes with minors, with with fans who are underage. Like, come on. And (laughs) this is the most weak, weak reason saying that it was ostensibly a body positive space for consenting adults. And I approve on that basis. What kind of effed up reason is that? Saying that it's like, it's like some fuckboy trying to go someone's DMs trying to take nudes from ladies saying that hey i want can i have your nudes you know uh it's for some this body positive movement between us consenting adults even if you give us i'll give you back my dick pic it's body positive and i approve of every all types of body shapes and sizes like 
how is that a reason for giving and soliciting nudes with people? <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, and then the, after when she said that, a lot of people, uh, not only Tumblr, then I think he went to Snapchat and also he sent like his body pics, body and then dick pics on Snapchat, I guess, or on Tumblr. Uh, and a lot of people who followed him on those platforms said that he was going way overboard on his sexuality and also his fetish, his fantasies with these uh, ladies, these girls who are like 16, 17 years old, who hasn't even reached 18 years old. And they spoke sexually. He sent, <laughs> he sent him a, a pictures of him cosplaying as Sailor Moon. Him wearing a Sailor Moon cosplay with his dick out. What is this? Trying to praise Harambe or something? But wow. Really wow. He didn't even speak. They didn't even speak every day. He was like, hey, here's my body pic. Here, here's my dick pic. Like, what? And he's sending it to underage girls. How stupid is this? How can you not know that these ladies will come back and, you know, bite you behind you? Well, bite you from the back, not bite you behind you. <laughs> and they're gonna, you know, expose you because of this this uh, how do you say stupid stupid move of you sharing your nudes to them and then when Heidi knows and then Heidi goes public with it of course the flood goes out people are saying that yeah Jared actually uh, showed me his pics of this of that like more and more and more girls and ladies coming in front and saying it basically he got me tooed he got me tooed the hell out of him a lot of ladies like coming out like this is the worst things the worst scandal after Harvey Weinstein and um who's that guy Tiger Woods this is like the next level but except you know without him trying to having sex with his fans but only with Holly Conrad um Charlie and there's also a lot uh, and also um yeah, normal boots. Uh, there's this. I think his uh, clan or creative collective that Jared belongs to. You know, with PBG, uh, they disavowed John Tron like two years ago because John Tron said something bad, and then they just cut John Tron out, and then somehow John Tron sent out a tweet. I don't know. It is very subtle and it could be random or it could be something to do with Jared's scandal right now. But he tweeted, M Daytime Shyamalan. So saying, we all know that M Night Shyamalan, uh, I think he's a director, producer, director. Um, he likes to do all these plot twist type of stories or movies. So I think it has to do with something with, the, uh, with Jared right now. And... Um, how can I say? Uh, <laughs> more like M, M Daytime Shyamalan and then John Tron said, I literally sat staring at this tweet for about six minutes wondering if it was worth posting, quote unquote worth posting. But I think really I'm trying to say it is supposed to be asleep seven hours ago. 
and then Justin Wang, uh, another YouTuber, somehow went way overboard and then asked John saying that we demand that you talk about your old friend's penis. <laughs> and then John Tran uh, replied with a gif of a lady saying that, whoa, whoa, take it back, take it back. And I'm like, <laughs> I, I'm not going to laugh out loud. But the first time seeing this, I really laughed out loud because... This is very, very funny because, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm not going to talk about this thing right now. But, yeah, I think that this is crazy. This is a crazy scandal because looking at Jared and then, yes, he professed that he is a feminist uh, pro-Jared. And this is not a very male feminist thing in theory to do. But then we all know male feminists are predators. And they're just saying that they're feminists so they can go near to these ladies hoping that they'll bang, they get to sleep with the ladies. Well, Jared um, succeeded in not sleeping with one but two, Heidi and also Holly Conrad. Um, with that face, I don't know how. Um, wow, wow, stop shaming, man. You're fat, Rizal. At least Jared has more action than you. Um, um, yes. <laughs> So Jared, pro Jared. So what are your thoughts on this uh, scandal of pro Jared cheating on his wife? And also we get to know that he's been soliciting and sharing nudes with his fans who are underage. Should he be prosecuted? Because I think that, I think he should, man. Sharing nudes is to underage people, underage girls, that, that should be a crime. Unless if you're sharing nudes with an adult, and they you have consent to send those uh, those nudes to them, yes. But then her wife's her ex wife right now is saying that it's a body body positive space. Come on, that's just BS. You you don't say that we're gonna send nudes like we're gonna appreciate people's bodies by saying it's po- body positive. I think one day I'm going to try and go to some girl's DM and say, yeah, this is for, for bod- body positive space, our DMs here. So let's exchange our nudes. That's, I'm going to see what, what the reaction will be. Uh, but hopefully, uh, but I can see that it will be a negative reaction from them. So yeah, what are your thoughts on Pro Jared's uh, scandal? So also leave it down on the descrip- in the comments below. And we'll be moving on to the last episode. Sorry, the last episode. The last topic for this episode. That would be James Charles is over party. Hashtag James Charles is over party. Um, well, it all. I think, let's see. I think it started out with, um, how do you say this? Uh, from Tati Westbrook came out with this video 43 minutes that's a very long video that well she announced that she is not friends with uh this other youtuber makeup artist james charles Uh, i think it's titled by sister Uh, i think in the video um tati was saying that she was blindsided by james charles when she saw that he um, how do you say this? He advertised a multivitamins or vitamins of her competitor. 
uh, I think it's called Sugar Bear Hair or whatever, in April. And then because she was actually also selling her brand of vitamins called Halo Beauty. And um, yeah, because Tati Westbrook actually helped James to rise and become like a YouTube celebrity in a matter of two years. You know, because he was like a nobody, because but his determination, and he tried to be, uh, tried to find a mentor in the beauty community. So she latched, he latched on to Tati, and Tati took him under her wing, and helped him with his, with her help from her husband, also named James, James Westbrook. Uh, they helped him with his um deals and negotiations. And I heard that from he, James Charles, from making $90 per video, now jumped way up from to $2,500 per video. Man, wish I could go under Tati Westbrook and she could help me, you know, procure some sponsorships or whatever to monetize my video to get, you know, to get um, followers, subscribers for my YouTube Man, $90 to $2,500 per video. Uh, so they have, I don't know how they say. Um, and then the thing that blows her mind actually was when he, uh, when I think first, first, the first thing that when she got annoyed and disgusted by Charles is when she had dinner with her, James Charles' parents. And then James was being too freely to talk about sexual things in front of his parents and also in front of Tati because, you know, there's a time and place and somehow talking like, you know, sucking dick and cock and saying that all guys are a bit gay in front of his dad, but then his dad being very, very traditional, saying that, no, 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 not all guys are gay. There are straight guys. Not everyone is gay or bi. But then, you know, being James Charles saying that, no, 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 all of the guys are gay. We are so curious. And Tati was like, whoa, why are you talking, talking stuff like this in front of your parents during dinner? What is this? And what happens is during the next, I think the the other side is the um, the other incident that really, how do you say, the last straw that broke the camel's back. Wow. Uh, is that when during Tati's birthday party dinner in Seattle, where James Charles tried to hit on a waiter, hit as in trying to flirt with the waiter, and saying this explicit stuff at other people's on the table of what he'll do with that waiter and saying all this explicit stuff. And then Tati was so embarrassed. And then he said, James, that guy is straight. He's not gay. And then James, being the brat he is, he's only 19 years old and acting like a diva and a brat. And said that, doesn't matter. I'm a celebrity. Like, screw you, man. Just because you're a celebrity, you, have, you think you have the money and power to make, to, you know, to guilt trip someone of his sexuality thinking that he might be gay, and even though he knows that he's straight. 
see that they said that she says that James Charles is more attracted to straight guys instead of gay guys because gay guys they know that he knows that he can get gay guys but then maybe it's more of a challenge thinking that he wants to try to convert straight guys into gay guys thinking that they, and then he's trying to make them think that they're actually not straight trying to make them curious that saying that hey why don't you try you know try guys instead of girls so that type of guilt tripping people and saying that's a very very how's it a predatory type of characteristics when you're trying to uh prey upon these up and coming you know boys or teens uh they're still trying to discover themselves and you're trying to like groom them to thinking that they're gay even though they're straight so that is one disgusting tr- characteristics of James Charles that I heard from Tati. Not only that, he he also said that to Tati that he won't be bought, he won't sell out, and then, he, but then he also told Tati that he won't um he won't advertise uh Tati's Halo Beauty because he said he's not comfortable trying to uh, promote supplements to his 12 to 14 year old demographic uh, audiences and on YouTube but then he goes on to sugar bear sugar bear what do you call that thing again uh, the other competitors vitamins on Instagram when she said that he won't be bought but then he won't promote any supplements but then he he got bought he sold out he sold out his own mentor his friends his only friend in the beauty community she took him when he was being kicked down about the ebola scandal people were talking shit about him saying that what a dude in this beauty community what is this the next bretman rock or whatever so that he shouldn't go against someone who has been trying to help him Go up the ranks. Getting 15 million subscribers in two years. Tati only has 6 million. And then there's this thing that he's only in this community for only two years. And then he has the audacity to do like he has in his mind trying to make a docu-series. To talk about the dark side of the beauty community. He's trying to like expose the, uh, the beauty community. And Tati was like, no, are you trying to kill your career? Are you trying to like destroy what everything that you've done, everything that I helped you with and trying to like being like, oh, there's this dark side of this beauty community that I'm going to expose. How's... I think it's because he's 19 years old and he becomes a millionaire. I think this happens to everyone. If you're rich when you're young, you're you're still dumb. You don't know what to do with the millions of dollars in your bank account, in your pocket. You don't have to do anything. You're not thinking about education or whatever. So you have this lots of free time that you're supposed to like invest in something positive. But then you're being bored and rich, so you're trying to like stir up controversy or whatever so that you become relevant. And because you have a big following, everyone is at your heels trying to like kiss your feet or whatever. But Tati is one smart lady, I can say. 
she's like she she does what she wants in a safe way that makes her good enough to progress without any scandals or whatever but this happens when your own friend sold you out to promote another brand competitor's vitamins that's just screwed up man and then after this she said that she won't be associating whatever with James Charles the friendship has ended and um that's it that's it James Charles is over and he I think he lost almost 1 million subscribers he lost 400,000 in one day in two days I think it's already like 1 million I don't know correct me if I'm wrong but it's close to a million right now a million subscribers unsubscribed yeah being young and rich is not a good combination that's what happens to child actors child celebrities when they get paid a lot during their young yes they become a diva like i said that response of because i'm a celebrity that is a disgusting gross thing to say in front of the person two person tati and james westbrook helped you to become what who you are right now someone who is successful someone who has a huge following in social media twitter instagram and then he bit the hand that feeds so that's what i can say about it and um hey we don't know what will happen next and um yeah i'm not going to talk about his video on apologizing to Tati or whatever because one he was whispering so so slow like this i don't know why and uh, the other thing is that um it's a it's a very how do you say cut and paste a cookie cutter apology at least you know Tati in front of the camera she looks well made uh well she looks well makeup and everything done and she looks good even though the video that she has to do was a bit heavy and a bit you know serious at least she presented herself well you know what james did uh i just woke up i'm not wearing any makeup and i haven't done my hair to show that uh i'm so sorry and i'm trying to like fake cry right now with these crocodile tears and i'm speaking so soft and so you know so that people think that this is genuine apology yeah i'm going to rub my eyes right now i'm going to cry but i don't think so i'm just acting you're just acting right now yes and thank god people can see through that bullshit of an act that they disliked your apology because that is a non apology and i don't know why are you talking why are you whispering when you're trying to apologize is it something that people are trying to like i don't know why it's not just him it's like everyone's apology at least logan it's coherent and someone actually wrote that apology for him about the suicide for a scandal this this apology has to be the worst apology in the history of youtube even other people yeah 
the thing is, why are you trying to apologize after you wake up and you're not presenting yourself well enough in front of the camera, no makeup or whatever, propped up? You know, at least Tati, she looks elegant when she's talking about this situation. But you, being the brat that you are with millions in your bank account, couldn't look presentable in front of the camera trying to apologize properly and maybe give, you know, a decent excuse? Come on, man. This is some bullshit that I see that every apology, you don't have to. I don't think that people should apologize in front of the camera like that. They should be presentable, sit up straight and say, why do you think that uh, this is happening? Maybe give us an excuse, a valid excuse, and people will draw their own conclusions. Right. It's, it's stupid. It was like how many minutes of him whispering and I couldn't even hear a damn thing. So yeah, I think that's it for the tale of James Charles and yeah, the tale of Jared Nabenbauer or aka Pro Jared before that. I think that's it. So sorry because I missed like two weeks of an episode and this will be the episode number three after two weeks and don't worry uh right now is the month of ramadan we'll try i'm trying to you know get the timing normal because this will be uploaded a bit late on sunday uh may 12th and then i'll be recording another episode for next uh malam jumaat and hopefully I'll try to continuously, consistently upload every week uh, according to the time that I've already promised, which is Malam Jumaat, 8.30pm. So yes, uh, also pray for my health also so that I don't get another flu and lose my voice again and lose another week of nothingness. So maybe next episode, I'll try to become a bit more artsy and musically Musically, like the app, uh, I'll be trying to, you know, sing and maybe play the keyboard. Maybe, maybe if there's, but then if there's any uh, huge drama or whatever, I'll be covering that story. So yeah, uh, before we end this episode, we, who's we? Before I end this episode, yes, follow me on Twitter at Lord Rizal. Follow me on Instagram at ZRizal1022 and from this here, from here on out, I'll be uploading it on two platforms, uh, websites, YouTube, and also on Anchor FM, because I'm trying to put BitShoot as just um, how do you say that a backup where I'll just upload it if I cannot back it up if I cannot upload it on YouTube, because on Anchor it uploads up. To to many places to Stitcher to iTunes to Radio Public especially on iTunes so yes uh, you can uh, subscribe on YouTube you can subscribe on Anchor and if you're an iPhone user or you have an iPad you uh, you can go find Malam Jumat podcast on the podcast app find it and give it a good rating and to support this channel and give it a good review so that more reviews meaning that I can go up to the how do you say the ranking and I can get uh, promoted at the front page as an up and coming podcast so yes 
thank you for listening to Malam Jumat podcast episode number three. Uh, see you on the next episode and take it away, Amni, to the outro. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to Malam Jumat podcast. Did you enjoy this episode? Give it a like and click the subscribe button to support this channel. Don't forget to click the bell to allow notification so you'll never miss a new episode. See you on the next episode of Malam Jumaat Podcast. Goodbye.